Welcome to Just Friends, the podcast where two brunettes with brown eyes fell in love, got married, then started watching Friends together. You consider your eyes brown now? Well, no. My eyes are actually uh, golden moss is how I refer to them. <laughs> I, I thought it was like hazelnut. Hazelnut? No way. I would never say hazelnut. Your eyes might was be it, hazelnut. You, it wasn't always golden moss. What was it before? You had a different term uh, golden moss is what i've been using for a few years i sometimes use in private to yourself no way golden <laughs> moss is the perfect and way staring to at yourself it. in the mirror no what is golden moss is that a real type of moss uh not that i am aware of but i do it's think it describes my is... it's gold that's encrusted. half dead no it's more alive than ever touched by king midas Friends. how many of us I'm Becca. I'm Chris. And this week we watched episode 10 of Friends, titled The One with the Monkey. Double digits. Ooh, yeah, that's right. This one, yeah, mixed feelings on this one, I personally. Yeah. It had some of the best parts of the whole series to date, Yeah. but also had some kind of lulls. Yeah, well, the whole monkey plot. Felt a little tacked on. Absolutely. <laughs> Like, that, they barely explained how he got the monkey. It's like, yeah. my friend rescued it. Like, what? And he rescued it and then gave it to someone who has an apartment? Like, he didn't bring it to a zoo? Yeah. First of all, monkeys are illegal pets in New York City. Well, that was my first note. I said, monkeys are probably illegal in New York City. <laughs> You're not allowed to have any exotic pets or even, like, 50% exotic pets. Yeah. I mean, can you even have, like, a ferret in New York? I bet that a ferret would be illegal. You yeah. can't have those savannah cats in New York. Yeah, what's those ferrets get into the subway system and breed with the rats? Create some unholy, lanky <laughs> rat demon. Like, oh. like a vicious trash mongoose. <laughs> anyway, the whole episode opens with Ross bursting in, and he's got a monkey on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. Very quickly, he explains that this monkey is because he's lonely. He thinks it's pretty pathetic if you have roommates at his age, which causes everyone else to be like, what? Because they all have roommates. Mm -hmm. And he immediately starts fighting with Marcel. Marcel is... Yeah, like they're a, like a bickering couple. Yeah, bickering couple. You think uh, that's the, the A plot? <laughs> initially, I thought that was the A plot. I'm now seeing that Friends is no longer sticking to yeah. this set up the A plot, set up the B plot. So I wrote down that that was the A-plot, but the real A-plot, I think, is what I titled Pathetic New Year's, mm -hmm. uh, where everyone in the beginning has a pact to go to New Year's single. Stag New Year's. Yeah, Stag New Year's. That's a good way to call it. Uh, of course, this pact eventually falls apart. And almost, that's the almost whole, immediately. Yeah, that's the whole plot of the episode. Pretty early on, the Phoebe watch comes in. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the... Uh... I mean, the best part of the episode was her performance in the coffee shop. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, first, she, she prefaces the performance by saying that she has all new material. She has 10 songs about her mom's suicide and one about a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, I think you should leave with the snowman. And then when she starts playing, it sounds like it's going to be about the snowman. But then it quickly turns to being about <laughs> her mother's dead body in the kitchen. <laughs> Chris, you can hear he's laughing now. He was chuckling during the episode as well. Yeah, it was one of the few times where I had a, an audible burst of laughter. It was a, it was a really good part. I really like that. <laughs> She's singing about how I think she says, "I made a man with eyes of coal, 
and a smile so bewitching. How was I supposed to know that my mom was dead in the kitchen? How could I know that she was dead in the kitchen? It's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, then, and then to think about her ashes and how it's <laughs> all parts of her, or her eyelashes. Yeah, because uh, yeah, then it does a cut to where it's supposed to be a little bit in the future. You can tell that everyone's pretty exhausted and depressed from listening to perhaps nine other dead mother songs. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a, a pretty good like British folk music, so I don't know what everyone was so <laughs> depressed about. <laughs> and then... Two men are arguing. One of them is... Hank Azaria. Yeah, that was pretty exciting to Mm -hmm. see. Hank Azaria, for those who don't know, is pretty famous as a... Voice actor. He does, like, 50 different voices on The Simpsons. That's where he rose to fame. But he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's done other voiceover work. He's been, you know, acted in various movies. Is he any notable voices in The Simpsons? Um, He does Moe. He does Chief Wiggum. uh, Professor Frank... Uh, he does just so many voices. For anyone who's not aware, one of Chris's, probably Chris's only real talent, <laughs> just kidding, but is to identify voices. Yeah, it's a, it's my most useless talent. Hmm, yeah, <laughs> I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So he can hear a voice for even a small amount of time. You could probably play a five second clip. And if it's a a notable celebrity or someone who Chris has heard their voice in some context before, he'll typically be able to pick out yeah. the person. I don't always know their name. I'll usually have to describe roles they've mm-hmm. done because <laughs> yeah. I don't know their names. For example, one time he described Michael Keaton as that guy from Multiplicity. <laughs> I was like, that's your go-to Michael Keaton reference? Well, I forgot that he was Batman, and I, other than that, and I had not really... And Beetlejuice. S- I never saw Beetlejuice until like a year or two ago. Yeah, you know that. Right. I know. I and just wanted everyone to I know. didn't even see Multiplicity. I just remember those uh, the posters. There was like 10 Michael Keatons, so it stuck with me. <laughs> but that was Michael Keaton. It was the most Michael Keaton I'd ever seen. <laughs> anyway, Hank Azaria, he is chatting with his friend. Phoebe interrupts her song to say, if uh, you yeah. have something Excuse to say, me. share it with the crowd, basically. And he goes on this whole long rant about how she's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. There's some discussion about... How perhaps Daryl Hannah is the most beautiful well, that's woman? That's his friend. Yeah. So he's, Hank Azaria is David. His friend is Max. Okay. From... Yeah, I knew Max, but David I never got. Yeah, I guess you're right. I do remember them saying it now. And Max said that Daryl Hannah was, and they had some discussion about whether or not they liked Daryl Hannah or something. But it evolved, or devolved, evolved into Phoebe stopping her set and then chatting up David. After this, they go into Hank Azaria's lab, where he's a scientist or something. It seems to be some precursor to the Big Bang Theory. It did. (laughs) I've only seen small portions of that, but it did give off that kind of, uh, you know, like, nerdy guy with a a chick sort of uh, vibe. (laughs) Like, someone someone saw that, like, why not make a whole TV show? It's just this, (laughs) this feeling. Uh, one thing I do want to interject here is that Hank Azaria actually really wanted to be on Friends. He tried out twice for the role of Joey. Oh, really? I, yeah, I think he would have been a decent Joey. Mm-hmm. I think he's not as um, attractive as uh, Matt LeBlanc. No. They probably wanted someone more... Traditionally. Yeah. Yeah. A hunkier vibe. Yeah. 
Maybe, or maybe he was trying out for Chandler. He would be a better Chandler. Yeah. He would be a better Ross. Yeah. He, wait. I know it wasn't, he wasn't trying out for Ross, though. Yeah, I could see, Chandler, I can see. He wanted to play Joey. Yeah. So, in this, they're having a whole romantic moment where Phoebe is trying to get David to sweep off the desk and romantically take her, and eventually he does through some awkward Big Bang type <laughs> movements where he's slowly picking up a couple of things well this is just too expensive those adorable laptops that were yeah, with weren't. like six inch screens but they were like four inches thick <laughs> it was very impressive and adorable i did like how uh in his office he had those glass cylinder things that were just had you know bubbling cosmic ease <laughs> physics yeah. stuff flashing around like that they're constantly doing some sort of experiment in the yeah. back just not even paying attention to it either. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that certainly was a trope of um, like sciencey mm-hmm. office things from, uh, I don't know, you know, very like, as soon as there were movies with science labs, they had flashing, <laughs> you know, uh, Edison or um, Tesla coils, whatever yeah. that kind of shit in the background. <laughs> so now, of course, you can see here that Phoebe is going to want to invite david to new year's Mm. so they go back to monica's apartment i didn't get to say this earlier but in the coffee shop when they were all watching phoebe play did you notice jennifer aniston's nipples yes i wrote rachel high beams out (laughs) in my notes like that i'll I'll know what that means later (laughs) yeah i mean you could not not notice if you didn't you were lying to yourself Yeah. They, they were prominently like front and center in many of the shots. This is now at least the second Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, they're trying to, you know, slowly work or I don't even know if it's subtle anymore. That no, was, that was, was not subtle. Just blatant. Yeah. Yeah. Just have her wearing a a, a, a sheer mesh top or something. Yeah. Just <laughs> quit, quit teasing us. They're obviously trying to engage male viewers. I have a feeling that they were like, oh, we're doing great among women, but how do we get more men to like friends? And they'll watch for 12 seconds of... Uh, You're a disgusting man. You tell me. <laughs> I wouldn't watch a show that was otherwise unappealing for brief, you know, nipples through a t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, I guess the, the internet was different back then, so maybe it was just harder to get your... Cheap, Rocks off. Cheer cheap thrills. Yeah. Um, you know, that was that was before, you know, even like DSL amped up. Yeah, that's amped true. Up phone line speeds. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what, like 56K? What are you supposed to get with that? Yeah, I mean, so you're pretty much working off uh, yeah. your dad's porno mags. Yeah, I mean, you'd have probably low resolution. Victoria's Secret catalogs, perhaps. Yeah, at least those, you know, high definition photos. Mm-hmm. Or your low resolution internet images that take forever to download. Yeah, it was a different time. Mm-hmm. So they might have been engaging men with this. It's true. I mean, yeah, today, I thought well, that's not nearly enough. No, I mean, now you need, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, back then, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone goes back to Monica's, and Jennifer Aniston indicates that Paolo still apparently... <laughs> still in the mix. In the mix. I, I, wrote, st- I wrote, still Paolo? <laughs> yeah. Question mark, exclamation point. Is catching an early flight back, so he will be able to join for New Year's. So she's inviting him. And Chandler reveals at this time that he's going to invite Janice, 
you did you remember that Janice was the one? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and she, there was foreshadowing back then. She's like, "All right, like I'll leave, but you'll be back. You know, we'll we'll get back together." Do you have a good Janice impression? Um. No, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of <laughs> she talks like this and has uh, Chandler. <laughs> It's one of these times. It's going to be the last time, Chandler. It's just sort of like a bad Fran Drescher. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Uh, not only because I probably can't do it, but I'm also a little sick right now. Got like oh, a yeah, like, yeah. So otherwise, I would definitely do it. So I think it would be like, Chandler. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jimmy Stewart. Oh, Chandler, no. You, you leave me now, Chandler, but you'll be back. Mark my words, Chandler. No, now, yeah. Yeah, it's still Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Chandler, no. <laughs> no, Chandler. Yes, I can't. All right. See, it's because of the head cold. I'm all off. That, that turns your Janice into a Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. You know We're that tonight close. I'll be, like, whispering to myself in bed trying to do this. Yeah, you put me on the spot and I knocked it, you know, out of the park. I was not ready to do a Janice impression. <laughs> no. Joey also, he has like some gig as a mall Santa. No, as not a mall Santa. Last year he was mall Santa somehow. And this year some fat guy with a beard got the job. And he is relegated to Elf. Mm -hmm. And he meets a single mom. And that's pretty much it. So he also wants to bring someone to New Year's. Ross, of course, is getting all upset about this. That everyone is breaking the pack. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Monica is bringing her ex-boyfriend, Fun Bobby, which this is the first time we've met him. Yeah, I didn't yeah, okay. remember a Fun Bobby. I would have remembered that hair. It was glorious. It was glorious. <laughs> yeah, Fun didn't... Bobby is basically the epitome of like a hot 90s guy. Yeah, it was like, it was like long and wavy and I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe lightly feathered, but yeah, yeah like he's down tall. to like his shoulder blades. Yeah, he's tall, slender, leather jacket. Mm-hmm. He looks... Like he would be called Fun Bobby and would probably be a pretty good lay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's where it came from. <laughs> Ross also, at some point, I'm not exactly sure when this fits into the whole, like, everyone is coming back together for New Year's. But Ross asks Chandler to babysit. Marcel is the monkey's mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. And Ross is like, but, you know, don't don't make it look like you're babysitting him. Just make it look Act like, like you're, you're there for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and Chandler this is, was one of my favorite lines he goes okay but I won't lie if he asks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did like the hey that monkey has a Ross on his ass when yeah. they first introduced Marcel oh that was good mm-hmm. yeah cause he Marcel is like sitting on Ross's head and he does this whole big reveal he opens the door and monkey on the head <laughs> but then later when they're at the coffee shop watching Phoebe perform Ross's sans monkey what is, does he just leave the monkey, like, loose at his, in his apartment? Well. Does he buy a monkey cage? Is, this is, is that exactly a thing? exactly why. You can't have monkeys in New York City. Yes. Monkeys should be in a nice outdoor cage where they have, like, lots of things to do. If not in the wild. I mean, if you have to cage a monkey. But in New York, like, what are you going to do? Leave it in your apartment? That monkey's going to destroy everything. Monkeys are not good pets. And I feel like... You'd have to get some sort of fancy cage. I just feel like a, like, a, like a dog thing, a monkey could probably figure his way out. Well, monkey's going to figure that out, out that. right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like a land octopus. They can get out of anything. <laughs> so the big day comes. 
uh, that New Year's Eve that being is. New Year's <laughs> Eve. So I thought that they, I think it's a little surprising that they didn't do a Christmas episode. I guess. Yeah. Just going straight from Thanksgiving to New Year's, huh? They're doing the non-denominational holidays. Yeah. Don't want to alienate anyone. <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like they could do a whole thing, because I think Monica and Ross might be Jewish. I mean, we've discussed, they don't, like, explicitly say, because I think yeah. they don't, you know, just, there's no need for them to, it's like a part of the humor. They never really do anything with that. Yeah. Um, so I think they just, you know, it's just easier. Yeah. So everyone is coming back to the New Year's party, and, or they've, they're cutting back to the New Year's party. And everything starts falling apart. Joey's single mom brings her kids. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, I mean, what, she what is she a gonna, single yeah, mom. What's she going to do? <laughs> like, like, Joey never thought about it. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to pay out the ass to get a babysitter on New Year's Eve. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And this woman's a single mom. Yeah, and then like your kids are going to be all yeah. pissed that you weren't there. This does lead to some hilarious shenanigans, such as Joey trying to chat her up while her kids stare dead-eyed at him, mm-hmm. which was a nice visual gag. Rachel ends up, Paolo misses his flight, I guess. Oh, yeah. This, I feel like they didn't explain, I mean, like how she got so fucked up. So she walks into the party, like covered, caked in like mud and blood, like total filth and like a huge black eye and a fat lip and just totally disheveled, like super fucked up. And then she talks about just like some sort of fight over a cab. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I did like that. Jennifer Aniston, you know, as Rachel, was willing to really let them fuck her up way more than Ross David Schwimmer did when he got (laughs) beamed in the face with a hockey puck. He had nothing. She was like, she she went maybe too far in the other direction. I didn't know what she was going to say had happened to her. Yeah. I was like, okay, Paolo's still in Rome. He missed his flight. Did you, like, get run over by a plane? (laughs) Yeah, she wouldn't even make it back to the party. Someone on the street would be like, ma'am, I'm taking you, like, to the police or the hospital. Like, something is wrong. She looked horrific. Mm -hmm. And then she goes and changes and then parties with a giant black eye and huge fat lip. Yeah, her fat lip gets worse. Like, in the beginning, she can tell her story, but as the party goes on, she can barely Monica's fun Bobby shows up. This is when we're introduced to his glorious hair and everything. Mm-hmm. But it appears that his grandfather has died that day or the day before. He can't get a flight out until tomorrow. So he decides to kill time by going to a New Year's party. <laughs> <laughs> and longtime listeners know that if my grandfather died, I would definitely be partying and not feel bad about it at all. <laughs> so he says his grandfather is dead and then is not fun at all. And then Joy walks over and sees how dour he is. And he goes, who died? <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic Joey. Classic sitcom moment. Uh, yeah, did you he... see the gesture that Monica did behind him for, <laughs> no, like, let it go. Instead of being like, you know, <laughs> usually it's like, yeah, or like, yeah like a, a slice cut. across the neck or like a big X, perhaps. Or like yeah. a zipper across Zip the mouth. Zip across your lips. Those are all acceptable. Like, like just two waving hands in front. Like, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. But instead what she did was kind of like a rising sun motion. I'm not exactly sure how to describe this. It's like if you put your arms in a Russian dance stance and then just lift one of them up. What I feel like this is some sort of air traffic. Yeah, it did look like an air traffic controller move. (laughs) I didn't know what she was conveying. To me, it kind of looked like she was doing an over-exaggerated, like, oof, something smells bad. (laughs) 
so now, of course, Fun Bobby is out of the mix. And all of this is leading up to no one is getting kissed at midnight, basically. Yeah, all of their dates, something goes wrong. Chandler leaves Janice. Fun Bobby's not fun. Yeah. He's way too upset. Marcel left Ross. I don't know if he was planning on kissing Marcel or what was supposed to happen there. Yeah, just realized that too. Yeah, uh, Ross brings Marcel over. Monica's pissed because she doesn't like Marcel either because Marcel like plays with all of her spatulas. spatulas. <laughs> yeah, he knocked over a few spatulas and is just blacklisted. <laughs> like the one thing probably not going to break in the kitchen. Like He's not going to bend it. It's a, I don't know. Yeah. There's so many things in Monica's apartment to fuck up, and she's flipping out yeah. about the spatulas. All that junk on her shelves. Yeah. Who's knocking that off? Sure. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the monkey. Speaking and, of Monica, should we talk about her dress at New Year's? I mean, she had her beams were not as high as Rachel's were earlier, but still on. <laughs> <laughs> she was not beamless. Let's put it that way. I would say what Monica's beams, if this is what we're going to refer to them as now. No, I mean, well, because you could see nipple protrusion through the dress. That's. But what was impressive was how prolonged it was. It was like every single shot you saw nip. Oh, yeah. Well, because, yeah, there was much more. That was an extended Mm -hmm. scene and she was involved in a lot of it. So, uh, yeah, I guess they covered more of the episode with um, perky nips than I had realized. So, Yeah. yeah, I mean. I'm sure lots of, whatever, college kids and stepdads tuned in. I don't know what the hell they were going for. Key demographics. (laughs) Maybe stepdads. College kids, what are they going to do? They have no money. Stepdads is way too specific. (laughs) But funnier. Chandler, of course, breaks up with Janice again. This is where the inspiration for Chris's impression came from. She did say something like, Like one of these times it's going to be the last time. Yeah, she's always, it's like uh, Liz Lemon and Dennis. From 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll be back. Always threatening that the other will return, and it apparently keeps happening. <laughs> and also, this is where the big Phoebe plotline comes. And this is actually a really touching moment. It does remind me of when, in the earlier episode, when actually... Chandler broke up with Janice and Phoebe broke up with that other guy. Here they are breaking up again on the same night. Mm-hmm. Um, when Phoebe has that really clean breakup, she goes and breaks up with David. Because David, at some point during this whole episode, has gotten an opportunity to go to Minsk. Yeah, some grant or something to go do work in Russia with Yeah, whatever. okay, wait. But it's so also you didn't in... think... Okay, yeah. I don't think it's in... Is it in Russia? No, it's in Belarus. Okay, that's what I thought. Because when he said it, I'm like, that's not... Yeah, was that a joke? Because then uh, Phoebe says... Well, I know where Minsk is. What year did this episode come out? Well, Minsk has in, been in Belarus for... But was Belarus behind the curtain? Yeah, definitely. It was part of the USSR. Yeah, so... But that's not Russia. That's the USSR. Yeah, for people, you know, terminologically... Okay. Inac- you know, But fake. this is 94, right? Um, yeah, so, I mean, it definitely would have been... Yeah, because when he said that, I'm like, I don't think that's right. But then they didn't make, like, a joke. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that Phoebe moment a joke? Because she says, knowingly, I know where Minsk is. Yeah, it just it didn't seem like. But, it, but no one land. really like laughed. I don't well, know. maybe everyone's kind of feeling like you. Like, what year is it? Does the USSR still exist? <laughs> no, like I thought it was wrong, but I'm like, is what? But 
then no one like said anything. I feel like there should have been more of like a slam on mm-hmm. this guy who didn't know where. Yeah, like his place Phoebe was. should have hit the no harder, like or I know where Minsk is, something like that. Yeah, but anyway, they get a yeah. So a grant Minsk to go there is in Belarus. Max says it's in Russia, sort of derogatorily, and they get a grant to go there. At some point, David is saying he's not going to go because he wants to stay with Phoebe, who he is in love with. And Phoebe, during the party, takes him into someone's bedroom. Monica's, maybe? And she uh, says, you know, she basically breaks up with her for him. Yeah, again. Yeah. Using her secret powers. (laughs) It's a nice breakup, though. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's a... It it was, you know, touching. Yeah. Especially while she's wearing a dress that appears to be from medieval times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. She exposed no nip this episode. Yeah, that's a good point. For any listeners who are wondering. (laughs) We will continue to be on nip watch. I know. I'll have a stopwatch and see if I can add up how much time there's visible nip protrusion through any clothing. Is there... Any chance that we could make this into a drinking game? If you see Nip, you have to take a drink. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, th- this one, like, you, you would only take two drinks. Like, it was, oh, like, no, two discreet moments. Like, every time scenes. they, like, cut. Yeah. Like, if they cut. To... If you're in, if you change scenes, which they did a lot, and then mm-hmm. it would go back to Monica, still had hard nips, you would take, like, at least six or seven drinks. Yeah. I mean, maybe. We'll see. If we can if you try did it. shots, we... you'd be shit-faced. Yeah. If we, we can try it next time and, uh. See how it goes. Yeah. We might not make it to the episode or the <laughs> recording the episode. I have also uh, been, well, not so much in the previous episodes, but starting with this episode, I was trying to see if there were any people of color, any color, really. I would accept Hispanics, black people. I would even expect, uh, accept like any sort of Asian people. I don't know. I think Paolo is the closest you're going to get. He did not make an appearance this episode. No. And neither did were any of the participants at their party of any racial diversity. Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, yeah, now that you think, I wasn't looking, but I also can't... Like, there were some people who seemed to have not been part of the, their dates or just, like, random people. Yeah, but they're but, their friends, right? Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right feel I mean, pretty good about it. It was the 90s. No one gave a shit about that. <laughs> After Phoebe breaks up for David with her, and they cut back to the party, did you notice what song was playing when they cut back to the party? No. No? It was Shiny Happy People by oh, really? R.E.M. <laughs> yeah. I looked at you when it started playing during the episode, but you didn't notice, and I was like, oh, I won't say anything. I'll save it for later. But, uh... I now it uh, takes on a new significance. I may have, maybe I would have recognized it, but now knowing that it was their, their first choice for a theme song, I mean, they're like they're like we can afford it for, party background music in one episode. We can't pay yeah. to use this every single episode. Yeah. So. Wow, I can't believe I did that Friends trivia just last episode. Yeah, as soon as the guitar thing, I looked over. You clearly did not trigger the same feelings in you. No, I don't even remember that at all. Yeah. That's funny. I did have a note about how uh, 
well-trained Marcel was. That was well, a, he's a real pro monkey. Yeah, I mean, he was he stuck to Ross's shoulder like the whole time he needed to. Didn't yeah. you know he did like enough weird stuff like he climbed on his head a little bit at the right times to sort of make it funny. He ran off when he was supposed to. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I mean, he's I wonder how many monkey. takes it took, but um, mm. still, he still seemed to do. He did a really great job. <laughs> Shout out to Marcel. The monkey's real name is Katie. Yeah, yeah. Marcel and Chandler, Chandler did have yeah. a bonding moment when Chandler went to babysit, and Mar- they were watching TV together. Marcel was juggling for Chandler, <laughs> so I wasn't sure if you thought that maybe Chandler would be upset that he's no, no, no. He he was not able to grow this relationship with this monkey. He didn't seem to care too much. Yeah, uh, but I think it's like it. it is you think the monkey's going to be back? Is he going to have the monkey for like an extended period? I just assumed that in the next episode, the monkey, he? they'll just like come up with some excuse why he doesn't have a monkey anymore. Although I thought the same thing for Paolo, and he this is like five so episodes later. maybe the monkey later. will be off scene, uh, off screen. <laughs> the monkey, what, he'll go back to whatever country he's from and <laughs> take flights to visit Ross? I don't know. If, if they have an extended monkey-based plotline, I will be very surprised. It will redeem the monkey a little bit for me, I guess, instead redeem. of just being... A one-off network ratings grab. Yeah. Like, now Ross has a monkey, and guess what? You see Phoebe and Monica's nipples. Watch tonight on Friends. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much how I picture that they pitched it. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch it. <laughs> it explains none of the important plot points. You would have been eight. Yeah. Actually, that does sound like what would drive an eight-year-old to watch a show. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Monkey? Nips? Yeah. What more do you want? Mm-hmm. I wasn't a picky eight-year-old. <laughs> I did notice they showed a shot of Times Square when the ball is about to count down, and there was a giant camel cigarette ad flashing in Times Square when they showed the shot. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't, just don't see cigarette ads anymore. No. It's not, they... not in this state. Or is that like a... I don't know. Federal thing? But definitely not in New York State, at least. Yeah, because they're not in, like, magazines anymore Mm. or anything. Yeah, people just got rid of them. Now it's all vape ads, I assume. I don't Mm. know. That's all Times Square is now. Just vape ads. Just vape ads. They've just changed the buildings into giant vapes. Yeah, it's just one sick vape cloud. (laughs) Uh, So now everyone, it's counting down. Rachel announces with her, you know, puffed up lips and everything. (laughs) And... Right, and then they all realize that they don't have anyone to kiss now mm-hmm. because of their various breakups and issues. So everyone's proposing, or Chandler is proposing, that three girls, three they, guys yeah, get to kissing. Yeah, they all pair off. Yeah, and then Jennifer Aniston or Monica, Rachel can't kiss. Phoebe won't kiss. Well, she just walks away. Yeah. She was too upset. Monica says that she's going to be the only one who has to kiss everyone, and but she can't kiss Ross. And then Chandler says, All right, somebody kiss me. Somebody kiss me. It's midnight. Somebody kiss me. Somebody kiss me. It's midnight. And you get a Joey Chandler kiss, which are, I guess, the second friends to kiss in the series. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, among the, the six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the only other two. It's true. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't think about it in such momentous terms, but yeah, that's right. This is also not, I wouldn't call this a gay kiss. 
It's just two straight men kissing. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, some friends sharing a New Year's smooch. Yeah, which also, like, I've been, you know, single or without you on New Year's, and everyone kind of just does, like, hugs and kisses on cheeks. Yeah, I've never been to a place where everyone is like, oh, no. Oh, no, (laughs) who do I kiss? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly a plot point in many tv shows but yeah. i don't i've never been to a thing where someone's like desperate like oh man <laughs> got no one to smooch yeah just doesn't really happen and fun fact this is after the first uh technical gay kiss on network tv do you know what show that was this is an official friends trivia i don't know when did will and grace start it's way before that <laughs> because will and grace comes after friends oh um i don't know seinfeld <laughs> la law oh i don't know anything about that show yeah i think it's time for friends trivia it's time for friends trivia so this one is about the friends fountain okay so you already know that it's not in central park mm-hmm. it's in burbank or something that's correct it's on the warner brothers uh Warner Brothers Ranch in Burbank. I think Kimmy Schmidt taught taught me that. Yeah. I mean, I I knew it wasn't really in New York, but I did not know it was specifically in Burbank. A lot. uh, So when I Googled Friends Fountain, that's all I typed in. Google suggested to me a fountain in Central Park called the Pulitzer Fountain. So we know it's not that. I looked at it. It doesn't even really look like the Friends Fountain. Oh, because I know there's one that like kind of looks yeah. like it. According to Hello Giggles. <laughs> what? All right. What What does Hello First Giggles all, do? I think Hello Giggles might be uh, Zoe Deschanel's website. What is it? Like her personal website? Well, just like the website that she runs or she was associated with this is not making I, it I'm any not sure clearer. about hello hello giggles and zoe deschanel but i'm pretty sure it is zoe deschanel's website <laughs> what does hello giggles do like what is its primary i don't know like, like garbage what, news what is its mission statement what is... <laughs> to bring joy to the people of the world we can look it up later too vague yeah All right. Fine. it is a positive online community for women they report that many uh fans believe it is the cherry hill fountain in central park and when i looked up pictures of that one it did look like the one in kimmy schmidt that some the guy is saying oh people think that this is the friends fountain but the real one is on a studio lot in burbank mm-hmm. so i don't know what I mean, google was suggesting to me yeah i don't know yeah you think they would figure that out to further complicate this, the one on the Warner Brothers lot is a set designed to look like Boston. Which one of these 90s movies that you've seen, I'm pretty sure you've seen all of these, uses the same fountain in their movie? They use the, the same set? The fount- Yeah, they use the same set. Oh, all right. Uh, what about Bob? Okay. Dumb and Dumber. Okay. Hocus Pocus. Which I, well, you saw yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't Recent, know. Recently. Yeah, okay. And this one, I'm not sure if you've seen, but I feel like you should have. The Parent Trap. I've seen The Parent Trap, but not in... <laughs> not the Lindsay Lohan one. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> but I, I can't remember when I saw the original, like more than 
20 years ago. Oh, I still count it. Um, I'll say, what about Bob? Wrong. What is it, Parent Trap? <laughs> no. What? what Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus? Yeah. I could not... I don't remember any scenes that were outside of like a little boggy treehouse thing or something. <laughs> I couldn't think of any quasi urban yeah. settings. There's like a big chase scene where they're like going through the whole town and Oh. Yeah. I mean it's weird that they use that to be New York just because there's I don't know if they So with friends, do they like want people to think it's in Central Park? Is that what yes. they're going for? Yeah. It's just so bizarre because there's yeah. like the it doesn't look like central park at all there's houses in the background yeah <laughs> and in the friends shot i guess that they cgi some um more buildings behind the studio lot so that it looks more like new york you know so there's oh, like, like a, taller there's like a buildings. skyline in the background yeah exactly well the problem is the ones you that aren't cgi yeah there's like they're way too close like there's House nowhere in new york that is right that close to a fountain not a central park fountain not any fountain Oh, I don't know. Any fountain? Mm-mm. We don't have that many fountains. No. Our fountains are all, like, in the middle of a park with lots of things around it. Yeah. Pretty I mean, far away from houses. I don't want to commit to that, but it sounds true. Yeah. I mean, I guess I shouldn't commit to it either. All right. Well, you got me this week. Yep. Felt good. Did you get it right last week? Oh, yeah. I yeah. guess so. Shiny happy people. Yeah. Right, and I right, was right. able to reference it again. And I didn't even <laughs> bask in my former trivia glory. <laughs> Because I'm such a good sport. <laughs> oh, is that what's happening right now? Good sportsmanship? Yeah. Anyway. All right. So that's it for this week. Once again, I have not let Chris get two wins in a row. <laughs> is that the goal? I mean, it's my personal goal. I'm still giving you chances. You could have gotten Hocus Pocus. We literally just watched that. It's the movie you've seen most recently. It's true. Yeah. I just, uh, I feel like I was paying like 40% attention to it. Yeah. I was 100% wrong. Mm. So catch us next week uh, at noon. Anywhere where you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. can't and... believe you led with Apple Podcasts. Uh, I think I was going in alphabetical order. Yeah. <laughs> so...